What up, y'all? Welcome to episode four of Indie Analysis. I'm your co-host, Jonathan Fresnay. And I am Alan J. Pannon. And today, we got our producer, Coach Curry. How are you doing, Coach? What's up, y'all? Hey, <laughs> Coach. Yes. It's good and to have he, you back. You got the, he repping the Cleveland. And today, we are talking about the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I like that. Yeah. And let's just, let's just dive right into it. So do it. So starting with their primary rotation, like we always do, they start Darius Garland at point guard, Isaac Cora at shooting guard, Laurie Markinen at small forward, Evan Mobley at power forward, Jared Allen at center. And then off the bench, they had Rajon Rondo and Ricky Rubio kind of playing that role, but Ricky Rubio got traded. So it's primarily Rajon Rondo. And then they had Colin Sexton, who was injured most of the year. So it was mainly kind of Chetty Osmond or Dylan Windler coming off oh. for that two-guard role. And then they had Karis LeVert, who was also injured. So they had Dean Wade or Lamar Stevens playing that role. And Kevin Love at center or Moses Brown. Hmm. So, Fred, what are you thinking? Uh, I know they have an interesting lineup. So what do you think? Um, so <laughs> what? one thing that really sticks out to me personally, just by just reading off that list and wa- just watching the team last year, the word that comes in my mind is unorthodox. Uh, let, let, let me explain. What I mean by unorthodox is the way the NBA is trending now, a lot of spreading the floor, a lot of stretch, stretch fours, stretch fives even, uh, people being able to shoot one through five, yeah. which is just how that's across the board in the league. Well, the Cavs, on the other hand, are starting two seven-footers and maybe even having three seven-footers on the floor at the same time with Mobley, Markkanen, and Allen. Mm-hmm. And like, like I said, that's pretty unorthodox. They don't really spread the floor super well. We put down – we're actually fourth in the league in three-point percentage, which I actually wasn't aware about. That's pretty good, actually. But another stat that pops out to me is we're seventh in defensive rating, and I think that – helps directly from us playing with the twin towers and it helps having Jared Allen, one of the best rim protectors in the league. But that's really the only is I'm not even going to say that's a problem really with our lineup. It's just unorthodox. It's not, it's not a good thing, not a bad thing. Just what I think of where we are right now. Yeah. I, I think it has, it, 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 it works for us. We see some some teams like the Warriors who are able to play small because mm-hmm. of the, the type of players they have and the style they play. Yeah. That's, that's a basic rule. You know, what you can't do what somebody else does, and they're not going to be able to do what you do um, because of the, the system, the, the, the way the players fit together. And I think there's, there's a balance with, within that length and that height. There's a balance of skill sets. So every one of their bigs aren't the same player. Like you mentioned Laurie Markkinen. Lori Markkinen and Jared Allen are two completely different players, um, but they're both necessary on the floor because Lori Markkinen is going to stretch the floor. He's going to be one of those three-point shooters like you were talking about that we need. And Jared Allen, we saw what it was like last year at the end of the season, how far we dropped down in the standings without him there. So you still yeah. need you still need that length as long as they're not all doing the same thing. You can you and I think that length is part like you said part of what helps you know to have that defensive rating to have guys that can get hands on balls, protect the, protect the rim a little bit. That comes from that length as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Spe- yeah. Speaking of Jared Allen, also in that same conversation, Darius Garland, both are named all-stars this past season. And 
you can see that they're blossoming into the Cavs' young core, and mm. their the development has been very well. They've been developed very well. And Garland, who's a, a more mainly a playmaker and a shooter, he's looking to be a perennial All Star in the future. And Allen, who's a, like we said, a strong rim protector and athletic finisher, he's like from his. If you look at his Brooklyn games, he was he did not have a post game at all. He was just a pick and roll guy, a lob threat, and a, a good rim protector. But now he is somewhat of an offensive game and is an offensive threat. <laughs> And another player I want to talk about is Evan Mobley. And I know this might be a hot take, but maybe not. I'm not sure. But I think Evan Mobley is going to be the next, like, defensive superstar. Like, I'm talking about, like, Kevin Garnett-level defense. Oh! Yeah. Tim Duncan. Kevin Garnett? Tim, Tim Duncan, yeah. Tim Duncan. So, yeah. Whoa, that's, <laughs> that's not good. Jeez. But, but if you think, think, if you think about names. it, if you think about it, he was, like, he had all the tools to be – in this modern NBA, a defensive unicorn. He is seven foot. He's yeah. very agile on the defense end. Has great lateral quickness. He can block shots. He can guard one through five. Maybe maybe not one through five. Maybe like three through five really well. One through five, eh. But eh. um, so he has all the tools to be a great defender. And his offense is also improving. So he can. He's already a great finisher. He has good length. He's very athletic. He's a good ball handler for his height. And he's also improving his jump shots. So. Not only he will be will he be a defensive superstar, but also maybe an offensive superstar. So an overall superstar, I guess. <laughs> Absolutely. So with the future assets that we already have, adding a player like Ochai Baji, who's already a good shooter and looks NBA ready, I think he can make a real impact on our lineup. I think it's good for him. Like he he, I love players like that who can come in and kind of play off of other players. We already got a couple of established young players, so we can kind of come in and fit. Um, with what the team is doing, he's going to create a little more space for guys like Evan Mobley, give Darius Garland, like we talked about him, you talked about him being a, you know, an, an emerging young star. Um, mm-hmm. So to give him another guy to kind of distribute the ball, create some more to, to pass to um, and create some more space for those guys. You kind of see with those guys, like, like you said, the emergence of him, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, we, where's Colin Sexton going to fit in with that? You know, we yeah. saw him last year, he went down, with the injury and honestly the team kind of got better mm-hmm. um Colin Sexton like we're talking about oh uh the shooting he only shot 24 percent last year his, his scoring was down a little bit 24 percent from three his scoring was down I think that part of that was because the ball was taken out of his hands and mm-hmm. so the Cavs kind of proved they can play without him so I wonder what you know what's going to happen with him now yeah yeah I, I'm I'm really am curious to see how the Cavs play out with this do we keep him do we sign and trade him for some assets maybe do we just let him walk like let, let him sign somewhere else i don't know but what i do know is we were better without him mm-hmm. maybe we can develop a system maybe if he's okay coming off the bench as a six man and give well, us the real quick for you. real quick I, I i found this stat this is interesting so the Cavs were actually seven points better um per That's 100 possessions with Colin Sexton off we were a negative 5.8 points negative 5.8 points per 100 possessions with him on the floor we were a plus 2.7 points that's a seven point swing with him that's off crazy. the floor exactly that's, that's crazy so if i you know the Cavs take that into account maybe they're like okay maybe we got to get this guy out of here yeah. Pers- personally i would like to see him cuz he's not a bad player at all i remember bleacher report came out with a list uh, a few weeks ago said that Colin Sexton was the number one remaining free agent, like ranked free agent yeah. amongst remaining free agents in the league. Yeah. Like the dude can play. 
I feel like we might be able to get some some players that we need from him. So yeah, going into the offseason moves, uh, we'll just start out with free agency. Uh, we signed RJ Nebhard. We re resigned a, a bunch of players. RJ Nebhard, Dean Wade. We did sign back Ricky Rubio, and though he we we talked about this before, he said he was going to sign back with the Cavs. He's currently injured, and for his replacement, we signed Raul Neto, which actually, though he hasn't had the longest career and it hasn't been the most efficient, he could be uh, a key piece in, a, in the point guard role. And then we signed Robin Lopez and we extended Darius Garland. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, Coach, you had some ideas of who we could sign, so you can you go with that. Yeah, I I, I don't mind the signing. I, one of my, my, my needs that I thought that we had um as an organization i'm saying we like i'm part of the cast but i thought we needed a strong body post player like jared allen's a good rim protector but when you got to go through guys like Giannis, when you got to go through guys like Embiid in your own that's just to get out of the conference that's just to get out of the second round maybe um and depending on where we land the first round you know you got to go through guys like that you need a strong body guy who can kind of bang a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought Dwight Howard, somebody like him, who's not going to expect a lot of minutes, but can come in and be a strong presence down there, rebound, block some shots. He actually is starting to stretch the floor well for him. Really? We, did find, we did find Robin Lopez, so I don't, I don't mind that pick. Um, yeah. We had uh, Carmelo Anthony was another guy because we need some, I think, some veteran wing scoring. I know Karis LeBert is there, but he's always injured, and I think um, – Carmelo can play, you know, back to the basket in the mid post. He can he can be a scorer or he can be a spot up shooter. He showed that in Portland. Um, and he does bring a veteran presence, which I think is a little different. That's part of why they signed back Ricky Rubio. That's part of why they have continued to allow Kevin Love to make what he makes. They are valuing those veteran presences. Yeah. Um, and then Compazzo from from Denver, I thought he was a very underrated yeah. part of what they were doing. Um, and to get him out of Denver, he'd be able to play in a system that would allow him to handle the ball a little more. His numbers weren't great or overly inflated, but he but you played with Joker, who was doing yeah, everything. Doing everything. You know, if you're a point guard next to him, you're not really going to be able to be the point guard. And I think he'd have mm-hmm. a chance to come off the bench and make some noise, specifically yeah. if Ricky Rubio is going to be down for start, the start of the season. Yeah, I really like uh, Compazzo's energy. Like, even though yeah. he's 5'10", he's a, he's a good defender for his height. Yeah. And he's a solid playmaker. He can shoot the ball. I actually, I actually am not hating that at all. I got a good so, one every now and then. Oh, good ideas. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Maybe you do. Maybe we should listen to you more. Every <laughs> once in a while. Man. Every once in a while. Maybe be a coach or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, this might change with these upcoming trades. We'll never know. But yeah. So the main trade that we're, the Cavs should look to make is trade Colin Sexton, sign and trade. Colin Sexton. And um, I was able to come up with one trade. Coach Curry is able to come up with another. So the first trade, I'll just say mine. The Cavs could get Tim Hardaway Jr., a good three-point shooter, and Jaden Hardy, a rookie guard who I'm I'm excited about. And the Mavericks, and they get picks, and the Mavericks get Colin Sexton and picks. And the Mavericks get Colin Sexton, who can light it up offensively, and he can come off the bench or start or whatever they need him, and he can just be a spark plug when Luka's not in the game or something like that. And then the Cavs get three-point scoring. And well, Tim Hardaway Jr. is more of a three-level scorer, so he can score at all three levels. And Absolutely. the Cavs, kind of, the Cavs, kind of need that. And uh, Jaden Hardy, young guard, maybe if he's if he's good enough, he can maybe fill in back a point guard position. But yeah, so that's the first trade. The second trade, the Cavs could get Ben Simmons, and the Nets would get Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro, Lauren Markkinen picks. And this is Coach's idea, so I'll let him explain it. Hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I would hope that um, the Nets wouldn't ask for Evan Mobley. I think the Cavs should definitely try to keep him. 
Um, but you're going to end up running into a, you know, a, a big three thunder situation where you, one of those guys might have to either take a huge pay cut or it may have to go. And yeah. honestly, if we're getting a player like Ben Simmons, I think if he plays, cause he's so young, if he decides to play, like we know he can play and has played the last couple of years when he was actually playing for Philadelphia, I think Evan Mobley is a little expendable. But I do like the the package you put together. I would love to keep Laurie Markkinen, especially with a player like Ben Simmons, because he's great at kicking out to those shooters and he needs that space yeah. created for him. But I think he would be able to uh, be a, another defender. He can guard legitimately all five spots on the floor. He would allow 100%. Darius Garland, we're still talking to Ben Simmons, where he would allow Darius Garland to play off the ball a little bit, which for a guy like him, we saw in the in the playing game against Atlanta, he struggled a little bit scoring. Um, he started settling for a lot of threes, trying to shoot over top of guys and having a guy that can handle the ball, get into the paint uh, and kick out, he, it, would, it would make Darius Garland's game, I think, go to the next level. Um, yeah. I think you would have almost like a, like Ben Simmons, honestly, is a, they would be a, Ben Simmons and, and, and Darius Garland would be a poor man, LeBron and Kyrie. We saw how that worked with the big guard, distributor, mm-hmm. yeah. defender, and the yeah. small guy who could shoot the ball and create for others and himself as well. I think you could have that type of dynamic there if Ben Simmons came. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. The one thing, and we've talked about this before, the one thing is that if if they don't trade Mobley, you would have like a starting lineup. If Let's say just like maybe switch out Simmons for Markkinen. Um, you would have Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Karis LeVert, Ben Simmons, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen. So yeah. I don't know about the spacing there. And obviously like you, pick, you can play basketball and cut, move, but I don't know about the spacing there. That's, that would be my only, that would be my one yeah. concern. But yeah. def- defensively, we would be <laughs> no, crazy. No one's scoring no on us. That no. that so, we'll we'll leave that up to you guys to decide if that's a good trade. But other than those two trades, we didn't really see anything that the Cavs should do this offseason to like significantly improve. We think they should they should keep developing their young players, and this next year they should probably be a playoff lock. So, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it about the Cleveland Cavaliers, our hometown squad. Coach, you got hey, can, to hey, can I say one thing? Can I say one yeah. thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Um, I'm just going to make a bold prediction, and everyone can kind of – when it <laughs> happens, not if, when it happens, um, I, I want everyone to come back to this video and give it a thumbs up. Drop a thumbs up. <laughs> By June of 2023, Ricky Rubio will be standing on that stage <laughs> with confetti falling, <laughs> holding that finals MVP oh, trophy. <laughs> Say I'm crazy now. Say I'm crazy. Oh, but in, in six, seven months, you're going to be, like, bowing down to me. First of all, right. let's, let's check our math there on the month, sir. But uh, It's June. <laughs> June is not six months away. <laughs> it's August. So September, October, November, December, January, ten February, March, don't, April. Don't hurt yourself. Ten, it's 10. Ten. Don't, don't ten hurt yourself. <laughs> 10 months away. My bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, right. that counting yeah. is about as good as that pick. <laughs> if I right, oh, boy. All right. How's the uh, Zoom experience, coach? This is new for us too, so it's like we're kind of adjusting. Like it? Oh, you, but... I love the fact that I don't have to drive forty-five minutes to. Yeah, yeah that part's fair. nice. I, I agree <laughs> that's that's part, fair. Especially that's with fair. gas being what it is right now. I get my right gas money cool. smiling at me right now. It was great yeah. that me and you, me and Alan, got to talk for like three hours <laughs> because we had to wait for Fred to, to <laughs> come back from wherever. wherever I was getting shots up. Getting shots up. Grind don't stop. That's okay. We're not going to be mad at him, audience, because he need all them shots. 
He needs them all. Get, get them all. Yeah. Well, you're, you're really on a roll right now with these jokes. Yeah. I think everyone's yeah. laughing right now. Yes, that's okay. Yes. That's all right. But it was, it's always a pleasure to have you, Coach. And it is. It truly is. And as our producer, you're always welcome on the show whenever you want. So, yeah. You can, you can even, like, replace Alan if you need to. Or or me. Or me. <laughs> Or the guy that just forgets about recording sessions. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe that guy. Uh, no, no, no. Well, the audience yeah. don't even know about that, uh, <laughs> Alan. Yeah. We, we keep right. the, we keep Coach, any, any last words? Any parting words? No, man. I'm going to keep it real concise today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We Thank appreciate you, Coach. Thank you. We appreciate you. <laughs> All right, Fred, you want to shout out the gram? Yeah, I'll shout out the gram real quick, right on that Instagram account. Um, go ahead and look up, or even look up my Instagram account, go into my people that I'm following, or Alan's, or Coach Curry's. Look up the, T-H-E, Pick Roll Podcast, all spaces, underscore. Underscore. Yes, sir. And that is a wrap.